everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of My Mom Sandy. We are your hosts. I am Josh Fasson, and the woman next to me said that the coronavirus pandemic is officially over, so then it's over. This is My Mom Sandy. That's right. Sylvia Brown was right. It magically appeared, and it magically disappeared. Uh, yeah, it did something. So uh, I want to get serious here for a moment. We did not do an episode last week. Um, I felt that there was a whole lot of things going on, and <clears throat> I didn't have my voice ready to kind of make a statement regarding everything that had been going on. So first and foremost, <clears throat> we're recording this on a Monday night. Uh, this will go up uh, tomorrow uh, or late tonight, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, so last week was kind of what started as protests and riots from the uh, killing of George Floyd, who was an African-American who was um, arrested for, I believe it was like a forgery charge. Um, or, Pouncing a phony $20 bill. So he was arrested and there was video of people that looked like people were on the sidewalk and um, they had filmed him being arrested. And in the process of him being arrested, he was handcuffed and he had three police officers um, kind of pinning him down. One of which who I don't I don't have the guy's name, but the one of which who had his knee on uh, George Floyd's neck and thus uh, he died, you know, um, so uh, first and foremost, I want to say that I think that we both understand the anger from seeing something like that happen, right? Neither one of us stands by. I mean, that's it's disgusting to watch, you know. Um, did you want to? You look like you were about to say something, but maybe not. Well, yes, it is. It's it's horrific. Um, and I know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a parent, but you know, I couldn't imagine seeing a loved one. Um, in a situation like that, I think that it brings up uh, a lot of questions about police brutality. Are you gonna you gonna start eating crackers during on the air? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're not Un- supposed to say anything. Unbelievable! You think when you started crunching, I wasn't gonna be able to tell. I just was gonna suck on that piece. Oh, <laughs> just for a second until it got soggy, and then you were just gonna yeah. swallow it whole. Well, it's not gonna be whole when it's soggy. Ooh. So. Anyway, I think that that brings up a couple of the, of the main problems. One of the biggest problems I think that we're dealing with right now is that police brutality, abuse of power, is something that is very relevant. And we're seeing it happen. And not just in the instance of George Floyd. There's been other documented cases over the years. And I think that what a lot of people are asking for, not everyone, but to just touch on on the police aspect of it first... Um, you know, I don't agree with this, get rid of all police, fuck the cops. That's just me. And look, I have no problem talking with someone who feels that way, you know, and, and I'll listen to their, their thoughts about it. I think that I've had friends that have, um, that have had parents who are police officers <laughs> and there's good police officers out there. I am still here. <laughs> I'm making a point. I know you are. I'm, I'm getting everyone. You're very long-winded. I'm, I'm bringing long-winded everyone tonight. in tonight. There you go. There's good police. I feel that there's good police officers out there. I feel that police and firefighters uh, and uh, paramedics are 
you, you know, these pillars of keeping people safe and keeping things safe and protecting, you know, however, seeing some of the shit that is happening on the news, police using, you know, um, excessive violence against protesters, it's disgusting. Um, so that's first and foremost. I think that I speak for both of us that there is a problem, you know, and that I, and that, and look, we had talked about it earlier. There was a thing on Instagram that, uh, it was like a protester who had like a sign that said, hairstylists are required to train for 15 or 1600 hours to be able to become a hairstylist. Police officers, and we looked it up, police academy is 850 hours. I mean, it's about it's half. 840, I 840. think Unless you live somewhere Memphis, Memphis, it was eight eighty. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, see, we do research for the show. We got ready. Yeah. So I think that that is something that we both feel. Needs- I mean, that's weird to me that you know that they're training. I mean, because all you're doing is cutting someone's hair or coloring someone's hair. I have scissors and a comb. I know, but they've got guns and you know batons, and so it's. I don't know. I just, I think more training might be necessary. I think, um, different tactics, you know. And I think, you know, when you talk about bad cops, cause I'm not anti-cop either. I don't want to defund the, the police. I don't know who I would call if my car got stolen again. Um, so, you know, or God forbid something even worse happened that we would need law enforcement. Um, so don't know where i was going with this i think you were talking about cops i was talking about cops well again not to defund but to to retrain and to have different standards of training and oh and and i think it's really important that whoever is hiring these people i mean like this cop in minneapolis has had several complaints against i think there was something that said that he had had 18 complaints i mean there's got to be you know I mean, and it's possible that because they all belong to a union that the, that there's an issue there as far as, you you know, complaints are nothing. You know, they, they, I mean, oftentimes when you're in a union, and I have been a member of a union before, but, you know, they protect your job. And so, um, you know, they go to bat for you if there's a complaint or whatever. And, you know, maybe that's what's going on is that the union is protecting the police officers that really should be weeded out and gotten rid of. You don't, you know, 18 complaints against you. That's a lot, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I I agree with everything you're saying. I think that the system needs to be re-looked at and it needs to be... I think they call that revisited. It needs to be revisited (laughs) and it needs to be fixed because I think what it's showing us is that the system's broken. There's pieces of the system that are very, very broken and as police officers who are, you know, their, their job is to protect us from the bad guys. Yeah, I would, I would not want to be a cop ever, ever, ever. I just, it's, you know, I mean, seriously, like your life is in danger, you know, probably on a regular basis that, you know, that would produce a high level of stress for me, for sure. I'm sure. I just, and then on top of that, you have to make split second decisions about, you know, if someone's coming at you, you know, I mean, we all hear the stories about the person who gets shot because they have a cell phone in their hand and the cop thought it was a, Uzi, a gun. Yeah. An Uzi. <laughs> an Uzi. I think a Uzi's no, a I bit mean, bigger. Look, I, I, you know, old I, fashioned cell phone. I would not want to be a police officer. 
Um, but I'm glad that there are people out there that do want to do it. It's kind of like when, you know, when Samantha had leukemia and we went through, um, we had two roommates in the hospital that, that passed away from their cancers. And, you know, the nurses there got really attached to those kids. And I, and I always thought to myself, how could you do that? And because it was heartbreaking, we knew these people for a very short time and it was heartbreaking when they died. And, and so I, I always thought, you know, it takes a really special kind of person to be able to do, to be a nurse and a pediatric oncology nurse where you know that you're going to lose kids. You know, how heartbreaking is that? But these women, you know, there were no men. I don't mean to be sexist, but. There were no men at the time on the ward where we were. But anyway, I mean, that they're a special person. And I think it takes that special person to be a, a cop as well. You know, it's not, it's not something that everybody is cut out to do. I agree. For sure. And I think that there's probably been, <clears throat> unfortunately, ones that have slipped through the cracks that, you know, do not have the capability to do this job, you know, and they look at it as that, you know, and I think that there's that, there's that, uh, there's kind of that, that saying like the small dick syndrome, you know, where it's like, yeah. you know, you, you buy a giant truck, you know, and you're yeah. like, oh, look at my fucking giant truck. I've got a small dick, right? Well, it's or, weird because I, you know, I always, and I don't know if this is true. No offense not, to anyone, by the way, if you guys have giant trucks, it's totally fine. Or small dicks. Or small dicks. That's <laughs> totally fine too. We're okay with whatever. Uh, just don't tell us. We'll don't see send the, us photos. We'll, we'll see the big truck. We don't, we don't need to see the small dick. Um, but I always heard, and I don't know where I heard this or how I, but I always heard that like prison guards were like, really like. Oh, I mean, I've heard like horror stories. About, like abusive yeah. with prisoners and, and stuff. And that's what I'm saying is I just. And I, I and I think, it, and, and, and in that case, I think it takes a special kind of person, the kind of person who's, you know, like power hungry and wants everybody to you know be submissive yeah but that's like that small dick shit where it's i know just like, it's, it's not cool those no. those are kind of people shouldn't be in jobs like that no they probably shouldn't even be in jobs well yeah but give them like an it job or something oh yeah that's gonna work or like, he's not gonna be like oh, not fuck gonna, you computer well if he like, beats throw the a computer, computer across the room <laughs> it's better than throwing the prisoner across so I wanted so that it was gonna. There was something you'd said that it was gonna bring me into my next point, though, which um, is the fact that you know I wanted to read things and I wanted to see things that were happening. And with all of that, there has been some incredible protests that are peaceful and that are you know absolutely stunning to see. There's been you know some. I mean, I, I know they're all over the world, but. Some in Los Angeles, some in down by the beach in the South Bay here. Um, <clears throat> and I just want to say that, you know, seeing seeing these protests is, is really, really beautiful to see these people come together peacefully and get their, you know, put their message out there. But I think that, you know, I want to say also, like, I recognize that, you know, I, I recognize that there is, that racism is, is still exists in 2020. And... I think that that's disgusting. I think that that sucks. And, you know, what me and you were talking about earlier was that, you know, you and dad raised me in a way that, you know, and look, I this is not anywhere near the same thing. But I do know growing up being half Jewish and, and you know, half Christian or, you know, whatever, whatever we want to call it, half Christmas. 
Half Hanukkah, half Christmas. They can't hear you. You're really far away from the mic. Half Hanukkah, half Christmas. But, uh, you know, there was not a lot of Jewish kids at school. You just ate a cracker. There was. I did not. <laughs> no, it totally doesn't sound like. It. There was not a lot of Jewish kids at school. And I remember talking about being Jewish and Hanukkah and kids kind of like making fun of me about it because it was kind of like, what the fuck is that? That's, that's not. You really? Know. Kids made fun of you? I didn't know that. Yeah. Because it was just different. There wasn't. There was, so, again, so what I wanted to say, my point in this, I get off time and talk about this, is that I, I recognize the fact that, like, that white privilege is a thing. I recognize the fact that there's things for me that I have not had to deal with because I'm white. And I realize that, you know, racism is alive and well in, in, I want to say in the world, but, you know, I, again, I, small, small lens because I don't get out of the United States. Now I don't go anywhere. Well, there's a lot of different kinds of racism. I mean, racism against many different Everything, yeah. races. The whole thing. Um, so what I wanted to say was that I feel like you and dad. I mean, there's a lot of anti-Semitic. Yeah. There's anti, that you know, goes there's, on there's in Europe as homophobic, well. homophobia, yeah. you know, um, you know, so, and I don't think that any of that is right. I think that everybody should be able to be who they are, you know, and everyone should be able to be equal. And what, I, so my point and what I was going to say. As long as they don't do harm to others. Right. Or poop on people's faces. That would be doing harm yeah. to others. <laughs> is that, you know, the way that you raised me, the way that you and dad raised me was always, and I remember you guys always saying this, was, hey, treat other people the way that you would want to be treated, regardless of their race, um, the, you know, their hair color, their, you know. Uh, their age. Their age, their sexual tendencies. It doesn't even matter, right? Like, and I've had friends that have been all different you know, races and all different, you know, ages. And so, you know, for me, a good person is a good person. Now, you know, that's not to, that's not to take away that, like, again, I, you know, racism is alive. And I think that we need to just be better to each other. We need as a society and as a world, we need to just be better and kinder to other human beings, you know, Hmm. that's my, that's my statement. That's our statement. That's what we that's what we say about that. Okay. You know. So what happened to COVID? So that was going to bring me into the next thing, which is the fact that you have these protests happening now. I know. I'm I'm <clears throat> mad about it. And I'm mad about you. That's a, that was a show. I know. And I think <clears throat> one of the I love seeing people protesting for what's happening. Except it's scary to know that they are protesting in the tens of thousands of people during the middle of a pandemic in which we have been in essentially told, lockdown. We've been told that we cannot go to work. Cannot go to work. We cannot We cannot get our hair done. We cannot get our nails done. Cannot be around family. We can't be around family. Don't we, see your friends. We, you are basically are to stay home. Only go to the pharmacy and the, and the uh, grocery, grocery store, store. Which is dicey. I know, and you'd be better be careful there because it requires gloves, masks, and everything. If you else. turn down an aisle, there's a lot of people there. You might want to turn around and go down I a mean, aisle. You know what? I'm going to tell you. And now, if you want to protest, it's okay. Don't wear a mask. I mean, I, I just, I feel like, and I don't know what's going to happen. I hope to God that we don't have 
a spike in cases in the next, you know, two weeks or so, week and a half to two weeks. Because if we do, then all the staying home that we've already done was for nothing. For nothing. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't even know that they've opened up churches yet, but, but so you can't exercise that constitutional right to practice. I mean, even to go to a funeral. You know, people have died or weddings. People have had weddings. They've had to have virtual weddings. Can you imagine? Yeah, you plan for that all your life or you want to lay to rest your loved one and you can't even have a funeral gathering? Yeah, I mean, look, it's... But if you want to go protest... Well, it's not... I mean, look, I don't think it's... Feel free. I think, you know, I mean, there's all these things where people saying, like, look, if you go protest, you know, wait five days, get tested isolate for 14 days but now with everything kind no of one's slowly gonna, no one's gonna isolate for 14 with days. and also with things slowly kind of opening back up my place of work my the salon that i worked at they officially opened today i go back to work wednesday <clears throat> i think with things opening i think people are going to go back into their into their communities and do what they're doing you know and it's scary well i you know okay i'm so, scared to, i mean i'm scared like okay well let me put your mind at ease thank you okay just so you know, the WHO came out today and said that they do not think the transmission from an asymptomatic person to a other person, a another person, is highly likely. They think that it's that the probability of that happening is very, very, very slim. That asymptomatic people don't have enough to cough out the virus and give it to you. It's the people that are really sick with it right now. I mean, <clears throat> like with symptoms and stuff. So, um, you know, I just wonder if in the end, when this is all said and done, if it's going to really come out and they're going to say, well, it was nothing worse than a, a bad flu season. Yeah. I mean, I th- I've been thinking about that for quite a while now. And we where- went into <laughs> hysteria mode and you know, oh, I mean, look what we've done to the economy, kinda, people's jobs, people's businesses. It's just sick. You have to understand, I think, Ugh. to some degree, right, it is them trying to figure out, you know, I mean, look, it's concerning anytime you have a brand new virus. You know, I mean, look, this just kind of appeared. It was like, well, what is this here? What, what are we doing? What's going on? You know, um, I wish and we talked about this in one of the episodes. I think it might have been episode 36, Fear of the Unknown. But we talked about that, that that's the problem is that we just we don't know enough about it the doctors who are oh and dr fauci had it do you know he, well, tested, he has you said he has antibodies. antibodies yeah he tested positive maybe for he the didn't antibodies. maybe the antibody test was wrong because those are supposed to only be 50 percent correct well they have to fix that maybe that's a that's false, false positive for him you know what if you're going to have a test and it only works 50 percent of the time then don't even fucking have it yep. you shouldn't even have it because how do you know Look, it, oh get, it told me that i had them Oh, but that was a false positive. I feel the same way. You go online, you look up antibody tests. I looked it up a couple of weeks ago. I think it's like $129 or something. And then there's like a, a footnote that says, the test could be false positive, but it could also be false negative. The test could be false or true. You know, it's like it's like they did that with my mom once. My mom had this thing called um, arterial arthritis, and it's the... Uh, it's this artery in your temple area and it like causes, it gets like inflamed and it, it causes like really bad headaches and stuff. So they wanted to do like a little biopsy of that artery and 
And the thing is, is they said, well, it could come back positive, but it could come back negative, but she could still have it. And I'm, and I'm like, so why even fucking go through the test? I mean, if you're going to tell me that, you, if you can't tell me definitively what the result is, then I don't even want to do the test. Well, and I know people Stupid. who have, you know, for example, my friend who lives in, in New York, he, uh, could, he could not get tested for COVID, but he was able to get an antibody test, but he had similar symptoms of COVID. So when he tested for the antibody test, it was negative, And the doctor said, well, you probably have it. <laughs> you know, so it's like. Well, that well, supposedly the antibody test is something you're supposed to do 10 days after your symptoms disappear. No, I know. But what I'm saying. So you, you have to give your body enough time to actually form those antibodies. Right, from but what I'm saying, though, is that what does that do to, I mean. It just, it blows it right out of the, the water. Right. It's like, it's like, why, like I said, why bother? They have to fix that. That has to be fixed. Yeah. And I was in. El Segundo yesterday, and other than like restaurants, you know, you can walk in and get food to go. You can't dine in at most of these places. But I mean, kids running around. I thought they were supposed to be open, like outdoor dining. Yeah, so my impression was that there was a lot of signs that were like, hey, we're we're getting there. We're just not there yet, Mm -hmm. right? But there was like kids running around, like throwing like leaves at each other. Clearly kids not from the same family, Right. Parents were like, well, hanging out on the you know, grass again, you know, see, that's the thing as they say, you know, like there's been like no kids that have died from this. I think there's been a couple of kids that have died from it. All right. Well, whatever. Couple. No, whatever. I mean, how many kids do we have? <laughs> I don't know if they've died in California, have they? I mean, I could give you a kid count if you want. Well, let me say very few. And they and they've looked at the European models, too. I think in France, they have like 1.3 million kids and they've like lost you know a minimal amount like you know in the teens maybe anyway um i just don't think it's really a a disease that affects children like it does the elderly so you know so now the schools have been closed you know they're talking about oh we're not going to open up schools in the fall colleges aren't going to open up oh my god it's like what the fuck uh yeah I don't I don't have a number there's <clears throat> there's a lot of da- data a lot of stuff on here um I I think that there's stuff coming out now that is saying that kids are you know because there's something like a few weeks ago like kids are getting weird weird illnesses due to the COVID. yeah there's a, there's something that supposedly is um can't remember what it's called. But affects the child. After, I think it was something like like, a, like Kawasaki disease or something. Something like that. Yeah, maybe that was what it is. Um, and it's and it's it's rare, but it does happen in children anyway. I mean, whether they get yeah. COVID or not. So you know, a case of the flu could give <clears throat> it to you. So yeah, I mean, I think that this you know this whole thing, and then what you were talking about, someone on Ninety Day Fiance that was like sick in December. Was that what you were telling? Yeah, me? Um, yeah, Yolanda, the black gal from. Um, 
Las Vegas. Is that uh, Williams? Yes, William, Williams. Williams. Plural. Williams, the Nigerian or Englishman. Willamite. She, she, she finally admitted that his accent was not an English accent. They, oh, I, didn't, they, I didn't even know they talked. Oh, yeah, they talked. But she was like, oh, I just love the English accent. And when they played a, they played a phone conversation between them, and it was like, that is not an English she was like, accent. She's like, Williams, is that you? And he's like, well, hello there, darling. How you doing? No, 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 no. He was like, he sounded... And like African, he sounded like Usman. Oh, okay. So anyway, so last night on the tell all, they um, they replayed the recording of him talking, and they asked Yolanda, "What made does, you think does that, that he was- does that sound like an English accent to you?" She finally said, "No, no, no, it sounds more like Usman." No, <laughs> it's that's, like yeah, that's silly, Yolanda from Nigeria. Uh, but you had said that she was she had been she, really sick. Yeah, she had said that in December she got really sick. She supposedly had the flu, and she was uh, hospitalized, and I think on a respirator for a while, and in a coma, like for like thirty days. And the doctors at the time, because COVID wasn't, you know, a big deal in the country at that point. It wasn't even. I mean, no, it may, wasn't. I, mean, I, I don't, don't even. Not even, even heard of it. No, but. Um, yeah, so now the doctors say that they're pretty sure that's, that's what she's had. They should probably test her for the antibodies. 50-50. 50-50. We don't <laughs> maybe know. Maybe she had it. Maybe she did it. So, yeah. Um, so that's weird, you know, but I'm glad that she survived it. Yeah, I mean, I – there's a – this thing I keep seeing about this Broadway star. I think his name's Nick Cudero and his wife. He's been in – I think he's 41 and he's been in the hospital for like over 60 days, like complications from COVID. And he's he had amputations. Yeah, he had his foot or leg amputated. He's got like holes in his lungs. He's had these like mini strokes. But yeah. it's really fucking bad. And and him and his wife had had a, they'd, she'd had a baby maybe, I don't know, I'm going to get this wrong. Maybe we'll just say like a year ago, like as a young baby. Yeah. Um, and I got to tell you, I mean, it's like I read this thing and usually it's like these like little headlines and like the Apple News where it's like, oh, you know, I forget that. It, I think the wife's name is Amanda something, but it's like, oh, Amanda says she's, you know, praying for husband Nick. Nick's still in the hospital, you know, setbacks. And, and I tell you, I mean, I just I wouldn't I would I don't know if I would be able to deal with that. I mean, that's fucking heartbreaking. You know, 41 yeah. year old man who, you know, for all intents and purposes, I mean, he COVID cough. He looked you know, I mean, you know, you don't know. I haven't read about underlying conditions with him, but he looks like a healthy in the you know the older photos. He looks like a healthy 40, 41 year old guy. Yeah. And so you know, you, you sit back and you're like, why the fuck did this hit him so hard? Although I did read an interesting article about the fact that in the beginning they were so quick to put people on ventilators, and that as a whole, take COVID out of it. When a patient, apparently, and this is just what I read, when a patient goes on a ventilator, there's a 50% chance that they're not going to live already. So I think that what you're seeing with a lot of treatment now is they're really holding off on trying to put these patients on ventilators because I think they started seeing that it was maybe doing a little bit more bad than good, you know, because yeah. once they had them on the ventilator, it's like, well, what, what the fuck do we do? And then if they're on a ventilator for fucking four weeks or three weeks you know they're not There's moving all sorts of complications it's horrible yeah you know so yeah. to go back to your initial thing i don't you know i don't know if covid is it sure feels like it's you know slowly starting to feel like it's gone but it's still very I know, much I here yeah i don't know what the numbers are um you know i i keep seeing 
little headlines of spike the spike that but i don't know if that's really so you know i mean i had pulled something up the other day that uh i mean la county we still are i mean i did hear that new zealand hasn't had a new case for like 14 days i think they released like a press statement like they were like we yeah. i think they made shirts i don't know if they made i shirts. think they made shirts. She danced though she danced the their prime minister whoever oh. the hell it is or governor or whatever i thought i saw shirts that said we beat it and then on the back it said covid 2020 they, <laughs> they might have yeah the only thing that they're they're opening everything up but they're not they're not opening up the borders which is smart because you just you know you don't want to let it in no and i think that and she and she said she predicted that there still would be more cases i don't know how that could be though if the incubation period is like 14 days, you'd think if you went 14 days without a case that you'd probably... Hey, you'd feel like you'd get to a point where it just is gone. Yeah. So LA County says, according to this, uh, which is Google statistics on the coronavirus disease, Los Angeles County, we've had 43,000 confirmed cases. We've had 2,042 deaths. I don't know what we have. I mean, the the... The, the graph, the chart keeps going up. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, oh, look, well. I, I was telling you earlier, and I say this in the most, I don't want this to come across insensitive. This is just a, a feeling that I have. I, I feel like literally everything just kind of got flipped upside down. You know, it's like this world that we were in. Uh, and look, I do think that there's there's change in things that is going to be good. There's going to be good outcomes from this. I also think that potentially not like, fucking shaking hands and hugging everybody it might be an, an okay thing for a little bit you know i feel like we were very we we're very touchy with handshaking I, i'm and i'm a handshaker i'm a i'm i do the i do the with the hug you know yeah you put your hand up i'll show you no, i don't want to touch okay. your hand um fuck no just because we live in the same house doesn't mean we're gonna touch hands <laughs> there's still covid germs all over the place that's j- the other thing they're saying that I, you you probably don't get it from surfaces I think we touched on that a couple did, weeks ago. Did we? Maybe. No, I don't think so. I think we did. Did we? I don't think we were. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we did. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of a little senile I these know. days. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, change is coming. I think, you know, I think that as things go on, I, I there was an interesting thing I saw. It said, oh, God, am I going to be able to find it? Hold on. Let me see if I can find Probably it Probably not. It was, Do I have to tear, carry the show while you're... Checking out your Google. It was. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was neat. Uh, it says, and you know, this was. This is just. It is what this is, right? But it was something. Uh, an artist, uh, I think, had this thing, and he put this thing on this wall. And it says, "We." It says, "We will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal, other than we normalized greed, inequity, exhaustion, depletion." extraction it says we should not long to return my friends we are being given the opportunity to stitch a new garment one that fits all of humanity and all of nature and i don't know i thought that was kind of cool like i thought that was kind of i mean you know this could be a new beginning a little bit munching (laughs) on those crackers it's gonna be a new cracker for you yeah well i don't know i just you know it's like we'll see how this all plays out but I, you know, I mean, the, all he did was tell you what we, the bad things that we normalize. What about the good things that we normalize? I don't like statements like that. It's very negative. I don't think that we're, I don't think we're a bad country. I don't think we're bad people. 
No. Okay. I'm, no. I don't think we're bad people. I don't think this is a bad country. I think this is a country of opportunity. I think that's why people want to come here from other countries. <laughs> They're dying to come here. I, I just, I don't think we appreciate it as much as, you know, maybe if we saw it in a different light, we might appreciate what we have a bit more. Well, I mean, look, it, <clears throat> I, excuse me. going through what we're going through now, I mean, this has made me appreciate the people that I'm close with a lot more. You know, I mean, I miss my friends. I miss- well, I think it's time to start, you know, <clears throat> I think I told you that. I mean, I, I'm going to start, <clears throat> excuse me, seeing, uh, what's his name? Oh, really? Pachanga opened up. Are you going to go? Vegas is open. Pachanga is opening up for the hotel on Monday. Wow. And I got an email and they're like, you know, due to high, they're offering free rooms for, of course, every night. Uh, so what, you just got to show up? Yeah, you just got to show up. That's and, not like a deal. Take your temperature. I don't know. I just can't imagine that experience being like, you know, like relaxing and shit. Like I got to be worried about who I'm around and well, I mean, it's like you know, wearing like my mask and gloves. The guidelines for, for my salon, for the, the salon I work at, it's, you know, when you get there, you have to, you can call the front desk. They'll let you know that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll punch in that you're there. You have to wait for the front desk. They'll then text you as to when it's safe to come through the front door. Like taking your animal to the vet. And then when you come through the front door, they'll take your temperature. Are they really? They're taking yeah. temperatures? And then they'll, and then you have to have a mask on. If you don't have a mask, they'll hand you a disposable mask that you have to wear. They're saying, don't bring, you know, don't bring stuff, right? Just have you, right? We can't give, you know, usually we'd offer like water or soda. Can't do that. Can't open anything for you. Um, you know, you get your haircut, you get the fuck out. Can you do like bottled water? We, I mean, maybe we don't have bottled water. We have like a water filter thing. Yeah. So you just, you know, it just filters water out. So, hmm. um, and then we, you know, she has like an ice machine that like makes ice, but even just the process of like scooping ice out, you know, it's like you put, you had to put your hand in the fucking ice machine, you know, I mean, you're maybe not your touching. gloved hand. I guess if you're going to wear a glove. Yeah, you know? you'd have to wear a glove. Yeah. I so, mean, people in, you know, restaurant business do. Yeah. Oh, why wouldn't you? I bought a Topo Chico uh, sparkling water. Or not sparkling. Was it sparkling water? Mineral sparkling mineral water? I don't know. Uh, the other day when I had eaten lunch and this woman, because it's a bottle. Lick, licked the top? No, it's a bottle. It's a bottle. Uh, can, yeah. Uh, not a can opener. Bottle opener? Yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. And I was like watching her hand as she did it because I was like, don't fucking put your hand anywhere close to where I'm going to put my mouth in a second. Really? Yeah. Otherwise, I'll have to whip out my Lysol wipes and wipe down the lips of the bottle. The bottle lips. That's right. Yeah, that's what they... Isn't they that what to, they're called? What would you call it? The bottle spout? The top of the bottle. The top of the bottle? Top of the bottle, too. Top you? of the bottle, do you? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, look, I think we've, I think we've kind of caught everyone up to speed and, you know, we've... Let's hope that the next few weeks are better, that uh, we don't have a spike in cases. People can start going back to work. Things will calm down a bit. And everything will be just wonderful again. And I'll tell you, what was really nice was uh, my cousin Brian, I think last episode or the episode before, I had said something about, I was like, hey, could somebody please just send us an email? 
And I literally, like, the next day or two days later, I got an email to our My Mom Sandy podcast at gmail.com, yeah. which you guys can use if you need to go to hold of us, My Mom Sandy you didn't podcast. Tell me that we got an email at gmail.com. And it was from my cousin Brian, and yeah. it just said hi. Oh. And I was like, hi, my cousin oh, buddy. Brian. Thanks, bud. Hi, my nephew Brian. Such a supporter. I know. God, and who would have thought that my cousin Brian would have been our biggest fan? I know. I know. Well, but I mean, you know, he's fighting with. Uh, Rodman, Rodman, Rodman. I saw Rodman a few weeks ago, and he goes, he goes, man, it's crazy that it's almost been a year of my mom Sandy. And I said, yes, and that he goes, is it's, weird, it's coming up. It? And he goes, he goes, man, he goes, you guys are great. Goes, I feel like I just <laughs> I know Sandy, you know. So good. he's like, I just uh, you I, know what, Rodman, get a fucking life. <laughs> because I love listening to you guys. I can't believe it. I mean, I know, I you know, I don't know, it's Rodman. Weird. I think you have a great life. Rodman, you know what? He just actually got married. Congratulations, Rodman. Oh, congratulations. I knew he was going to get married. He, so what did, how did they do their wedding? Um, they did it like it was like literally just family. Was it always planning on, weren't they going to do a big wedding? I, I think they were going to do a big wedding. Yeah. And I think that this ended up being like just family, oh, but he had sent me see? some photos. They looked great. Like yeah. him, him and his, um, I always forget. I mean, he's, I know his bride's name. Yeah. But I don't. I always feel like I say it wrong. You can actually call her his wife now. Oh, his what? I, his bride. His bride. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> she was his bride that day. It was like a horror, now she's his wife. It was like a, like a bride of Frankenstein, bride of Rodman. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding, Rodman. But yeah, he sent me photos. They looked fu- they looked fantastic. They looked yeah. fucking fantastic. It was wow. great. It was congratulations, Rodman. It was amazing. And Rodman, Rodman's, Rodman's bride. <laughs> Bride of Rodman. Sorry, we can't remember her name. It's like, t- t- Tally? 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I ever knew, so. Yeah, you haven't met her. No. Um, but I knew they were getting married. Yeah, so he's a fan. He listens. Like in Santa Barbara or something, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, congrats. I wonder if they got to go away on the honeymoon. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yes, they hopped in the car and drove up to... Uh, San Luis Obispo or something. I don't know. They like, drove down the street to like, they went from like his house to his dad's house. <laughs> Dad, can I stay go. here for the night? <laughs> did you, did you he, like, prepare the, the honeymoon he, suite he threw, for us? He threw the keys <laughs> to his dad. He's like, let's go ahead and park it around the corner, pops. <laughs> Gives him like a buck. You know? uh, really? like, Thanks, dad. Hey. Well, no, I mean, you they know, have like mints. They're I mean, sleeping in like his mom and dad's room and it's just mints on the pillows. Well, where are you, you know? going to fly to, you know? Fucking nowhere. I know. I mean, who wants to get on an airplane right now? Yeah, my friend in New York was like, you should come out and visit. I'm like, not a fucking chance. <laughs> really? Not a chance. I'm not getting out of plane. I'm not going to New York. You're out of your mind. He's like, no, no, it's a lot better now. And I'm like, it's been a week. Yeah, really? Um, They're going to probably have a spike in cases there, too. I mean, look, you. here's the thing, right? And then we're going to wrap this up. Don't if, threaten me. If there's no spike in cases... Like, like, uh, there's always going to be spikes, right? Because we're seeing. I don't like that you've secretly been eating crackers this entire episode. It's just, and the, what's weird? Not the entire episode. I've eaten like, like two little pieces of cracker. And now you're really far away from the mic. Okay. Better? Thank you. Yes, but you've been you've been breaking off pieces of cracker, and you like you look at me in the eye, <laughs> like it's like you're like it's it's a secret. But you're not discreet about it. But you think because no one else can see you, you're so discreet. Yes. And then you do this thing. You do this. 
I'm taunting you. <laughs> and and like like I'm like like oh watch this I'm gonna eat this fucking cracker. Yeah, watch me. You're gonna watch me eat this fucking I'm, cracker. I'm bucking the rules. Bucking? Yes. Yeah. Bunking. Bucking. bucking. I'm bucking them. I'm um, not following them. I'm just saying, hey, the hell with that. What did I, I say? I want to do. What was I saying? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> you expect me to I wish remember? that I, I wish that I could rewind. You could. We could stop it. Stop it. Rewind. <laughs> and pick rewind, it back up. Pick it back up. <laughs> Uh, I would lose a spot today. Oh, I know. Either we're going to have a a spike, but not just like a normal spike, right? Because with what's happening, with the protesting, the spike has to be fucking astronomical to a point in which it's like, oh, shit, yeah, we just had 100,000 people go out to a a street. It's not going to just be the normal like, oh, here, we got 1,000 new cases today. You know what I'm saying? Well, the good news is that. um, But if we don't see that, what does that mean? It means that our fucking leaders are full of shit, especially here in California, because we've been shut down the longest. Other states are opening up. They've been opened up for several weeks. You know, I just found out today AAA has actually been open since the since 8th. March 14th. No, since the 18th of May. I didn't know that. Did you just break off another piece of cracker? No. Okay. No. Why did you hear it? I thought I heard it. Oh. What you should you should uh, crumple it up into little small pieces. And then just snort it. <laughs> snort it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. All right. So I'm glad that we touched on everything. I think that the the main what are you what I just touched. Oh. Touched on everything. It was a funny joke. Yeah, I know. I think the thing that we need to remember and that I want to tell everyone is um be be better. Be better to each other. Be better. You no, know, I mean, it, I mean, I'm being serious. My like, campaign slogan: just, No, be just be a better human. You know, be nice to each other. Treat each other with respect. Be kind to people. You know, don't go out of your way to be hateful and hurtful. And you know, and life. And don't be of the criminal element. And you know, I think that one of the things that this, and you out there know. <laughs> You that are the criminal element. Know don't be I'm, that. You know who I'm talking to. I know. I'm saying don't be that. I think that one of the things that we've seen in with COVID and going, you know, experiencing this, you know, quote unquote pandemic is that, you know, the future is so uncertain, you know, and it brought me to a point. Am I boring you? A little bit. But go ahead. You have been very insensitive <laughs> this whole entire episode. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm like giving like speeches. You're fucking over here eating crackers. I need to break loose. <laughs> I feel like it's. going to go run around the block for a I second. Like we'll it's pick been this back quite up. Quite heavy around here for the last couple of days. Look, it's this time to, when this when this whole thing levity. started, uh, you know, I definitely had the thought process of like, you know, what if you were to get it? You know, what if this was to affect you? Oh, and, I hope not. And um, and it you know it really made me. Uh, appreciate the time that we spend together and um, I'm thankful that I have you in my life and I just want to say that I mean if this teaches us anything it's that the future is uncertain so love each other be nice to each other and tell the people that you love them because we don't know in you know going through this kind of crazy time we don't know what tomorrow brings and we don't know when the aliens are going to be here (laughs) that's right or the killer hornets or the zombies is that what they are? Killer hornets? Murder hornets. Murder hornets. Big difference. Big difference. Fucking A. Killed by murder. Was that your was that your album that you released? It is. It's the album by the shoulders. Killed by murder. Doctor Shoulders. Yeah. Um with that, I don't have anything else. 
We have a brand new episode every Tuesday. You guys can find us on Instagram, my mom Sandy Podcast, and you guys can email us if you want, my mom Sandy Podcast at gmail.com. Do you have anything else that you want to? No, just be safe out there. Behave yourselves. Be nice to everybody. And um, I don't know. Is that it? That's all I got. Yeah. All right. Very we'll good. Very good. Oh, 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 what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Say see, what? See you guys next week. All right. Very good. These crackers are really dry. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got to let loose.